Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. What's the difference between a rissole, a meatball, a hamburger and a meat patty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just browsing the internet here and someone's written into the goodfood.com.au and asked that very question. And the answer is this. While they have much in common, the hamburger has traditionally been a fat round dish, thicker in the middle, and they are traditionally made by slapping mince between two hands. Had your last hamburger, haven't you? Uh, meatballs are round. They're probably made by rolling between two hands. As are rissoles and patties, round and flat. In the days before minces, pounding meat was an honourable profession, a meat pounder. There you go. Butchers would place strips of meat in large mortars and pound them to a pulp with a pestle. Good alliteration there too. The Italian word for meatballs, polpette, comes from the Latin polpa. If you're making polpette and are short for time, buy Italian sausages from an Italian butcher, squeeze out the small 20-cent-sized uh, pieces from the skin and roll them into balls. There you go. Italian meatballs, done in a, done in a flash. The word rissole, <laughs> as in, ah, oh, no, I got the rissole <laughs> in all forms. How'd you go with that chill the other night? Nah, I got the rissole sandwich, mate. <laughs> <laughs> a little example of how you might want to use that word uh, in all its forms comes to and you get that at work too can't you, you how'd you go with that job man man i got the rissole sandwich filthy <laughs> uh the rissole in all its forms comes to us via Fre the french rissole <laughs> well thanks very much which also comes from the Latin rusiolus, meaning to redden. This perhaps refers to red pulped meat, which was originally encased in pastry. You'll find this pastry concept of rissole in the Portuguese risos camaro, a cheesy chopped prawn-filled deep-fried pastry. That sounds pretty delicious, doesn't it? Or the Indonesian ris risoles. Imagine a fried crepe filled with bechamel and chicken. And there was the classic rock-hard deep-fried beef rissoles coated in cornflake crumbs sold in the Coles cafeteria until its closure. Remember the old Coles cafeterias? And you had the, the tray and you'd slide it along. Oh, I used to love getting a pie and a milkshake there when I was a kid. Patty comes to us from the French pâté and refers to a disc of grilled ground meat. In the colder parts of the British Isles, it's not uncommon for them to be dipped in batter and deep-fried. That sounds all right too. But then in the colder parts of British Isles, of course, not uncommon for anything to be dipped in batter and deep fried. They have That's where the deep fried Mars bar came from and they're pretty good too. I was watching Nigella the other week. I know. I was, was I watching the show or Nigella? Jury's out on that one. And she did a deep fried bounty, the coconut one. Where she battered that and deep fried it and her, her and all the you know, posh friends. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, it's fantastic, Nigella. And I thought, I'm going to make them. And then I looked in the cupboard in the mustard hut, and there's no deep fryer. <laughs> in fact, there's no deep anything. There's no shallow anything. Uh, the hamburger, of course, came from Germany as a large patty made with minced beef, onions, and seasoning, which it probably still is today. The Hamburg steak travels with German immigrants to the US and ends up in two pieces of bread with salad sometime in the late 19th century. So there you go. There's your difference between rissoles, meatballs, patties, and hamburgers. That's something today. Whether it's done you any good, I don't think so. At least you didn't get the Rissole sandwich. Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. It's fantastic. But let's go to the States now. Are you an innie or an outie? Have a look down at your stomach if you can see it. Your belly button, an in one or an out one? 
Following his arrest for possession of a hypodermic needle containing meth, a 380-pound Florida man, that's 172 kilos in our speak, uh, which is a fair-sized unit, you'd have to say, uh, was hit with additional felony charges after jail personnel discovered a bag of meth wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the defendant. He was that big, he's obviously an innie, he was that big he could hide a big bag of meth in his belly button. Police responded Friday to a suspicious person <laughs> placed by an employees of McDonald's. Yeah, that's where he was. Uh, arrested Martin Skelly in, when in search of the 41-year-old St. Peter's resident turned up the loaded hypodermic needle. Following Skelly's collar for possession of narcotics and drug paraphernalia, cops asked him if he was in possession of any other contraband since he could face additional charges if he brought illegal items into the county jail. Skelly denied having any additional contraband on his person, thought he'd gotten completely away with it. They'll never look in there. However, during the intake processing, Skelly was subjected to a thorough body search. <laughs> I wonder who did that one. <laughs> they got a specialist, probably, to do that. Uh, jail... <laughs> <laughs> Which is, who does that? They must have put the finger right in there and just go, hang on, mate, there's another hole there. I haven't probed yet. <laughs> just stand still for a second. Stay still. Hold the big unit. <laughs> now, now stretch. Stretch up high as you can. Come on. <laughs> right. Get in there, John. Right, we've got lint, uh, fluff. Uh, chocolate wrapper. Oh, hang on. <laughs> what have we got here? I'm just sharing that's how it went down. During the interview, a de jail deputy reported that the baggie was wedged deep within the belly button cavity. He's only five foot eight, by the way, this guy, and 380 pounds, 172 kilos. After the meth stash was found, Skelly reportedly told investigator, I was just being dumb and not really thinking. The discovery of the hidden meth resulted in two additional felony charges being filed against Skelly, introducing contraband into a correctional facility and narcotics possession, and he's locked up with a $10,000 bond. <laughs> and that's what's happening in America. Well, I was staying at a hotel down in Sydney a few weeks back, uh, and I asked for a wake-up call, and they said, well, you drink too much, you're killing yourself. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM, and 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley.